Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's too late to go out, but we're too young to stay in, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Marcus Speller. Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. Pete Donaldson's here. Oh, get your desk up. It's the Football Ramble. Pete's flat. <laughs> <laughs> the lads are back into. We've just released Luke. Yeah, we kept him in there for what the, a release for the it previous. was. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I had to be uh, taken out. Sorry, mm. I was just doing my shoelace up. What were you saying? Nothing, mate. Yeah, you, know, you took you a week to get me out. Yeah, what are you doing your shoelace. They're Velcro, surely. I was doing my- <laughs> <laughs> yep. Slip-ons. Uh, now then, what with recent happenings, if you could cast two managers in a presidential-style debate, who would you choose? And how would you see it panning out, Jim? Okay, well, I would go for um, the master and the apprentice, frankly. It's Tim Sherwood and it's Harry Redknapp. Very good. I like that. Beautiful. It's for England or Aston Villa. They'd just be agreeing <laughs> on everything, though, wouldn't they? Well, that's the thing, they can't, can yeah, they? It's because a it's a debate. You know, how, what, how, how does this go? Because Harry, Harry can play this game very well, can't yeah. he? Can, he can say a lot of kind <laughs> of slightly endearing, sort of mad old Cockney uncle stuff without mm. actually saying anything. And Sherwood's Sherwood very much a bluffer as well, isn't he? That, that's his, his stock in trade at the moment, it would seem. And I'd like to see, I, I would like to see how Redknapp taught him some lessons, really. I think mm. Sherwood would take it down to the trenches early on. You think? <laughs> yeah, you would. And I think he... that would be his undoing. Yeah, maybe. No, I'm not sure. I think I think Sherwood would try and uh, butter up Harry a bit and go, oh, "I've always admired this man." And then Redknapp would do it. And then, but Redknapp is obviously quite all about himself. You I know? think Sherwood. And then Redknapp no. would drop one in, and and actually Sherwood would suddenly go, "Oh my goodness, he's he's gone for me." Still there. got it. If I was briefing Sherwood, if I was on the <laughs> Sherwood camp in the press room beforehand, and we had to work on our strategy. Mm. I would say, go out there, mm-hmm. big him up, say. Yeah. Look, if you want the guy who's done everything, been there, seen it all, done it all, Harry Redknapp's your candidate. Mm. But if you want someone with a vivacious young energy, mm-hmm. yeah. someone who can get <laughs> things done, who's not going to be tired all the time, who's not got dodgy knees, who can get out there yeah. and get things done, and likes to leave the general area of sandbanks in Dorset in the United Kingdom, 
I am not your man, but I'm more of your man than he is. Yeah, I would also, if I was Sherwood, I would go to a doctor's and get a, just a, a medical certificate um, just to so show that my knees. Yeah. No, yeah. just specifically just my knees the knees, yeah. the job. Yeah. Harry would be like, we'll still cool the old way. <laughs> <laughs> would, you, would you get Sherwood to go there with an actual tendon and offer it to Redknapp <laughs> as a visual gag? <laughs> you can have this one spare, I've got loads of them. I think, I think it might be a little beyond our Tim. Possibly. Uh, our Tim, yeah. Okay, it was a good start. Yeah. It's a very good start. Oh, can you imagine that route? Oh, those two men. Like, uh, old yellowed wallpaper they are. Can I just say, Pete, you just reminded yellow me of something. Wallpaper. When I listened to this show from Thursday, at Great. one point, uh, my, well, certainly my favourite part was, I zoned out a little bit, but you, you, were talk, you, you were talking quite a lot about a film involving people shrinking and using pieces of toast as yes. flotation devices. Then Marcus said, can we get back to how Gareth Southgate uh, would get on as England manager? And you said, come on, get on with it. <laughs> It was the incredible shrinking woman, apparently. You said nine to five, Dolly Parton. I, it was the same woman who was in that, I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to go over. I don't, old. Old. I don't want to rake Wolf. over old Grey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is particularly a point. You, the, the, the hubris of the man. That's right, Luke. Mm. What's your answer? Um, I would like to see. Uh, probably the England job and I would have Mourinho and Pards going up against it Mourinho walking on like an old um, World War 2 veteran with all his medals pinned to his mm, thing yeah, yeah. and Pards just styling it out in the nicest suit he could mm, um, no tie with, open shirt one, with some medals yeah, he's made out of foil no one medal runners up medal for the FA Cup final which he made himself <laughs> yeah. he made out of a milk bottle top <laughs> and then just going at it <laughs> Just what do you mean, in like it. a fight? Or? Yeah, last ten minutes is a proper <laughs> strip to the waist. Actual. And when the tie goes out on the Thames, they're on the um, on the gravel. On the estuary. Yeah. Fight to the death. Yeah, fight to the death. Yeah. Uh, With well, old I, ring pulls stuck to their back. Answer me this, Spelzy. Mourinho against Pardew in a fight to the death. Queensbury rules. Mm. Strip to the waist. Queensbury, what, Queensbury rules? That's the old-fashioned... The old-fashioned boxing rules. Pugilism. Yeah, yeah pugilism. Um, who comes out of there alive? <laughs> it's going to take a long time if it's to the death with those rules. Depends. Okay. Mm. I think, you know what, taking the whole death thing out of it, I think Pardew would, we would do him. quite well in that because no one would expect mm. anything from him and he's a, he, he can do smug well, can't he? He can, he can undercut a man. But I, th- I think two points. One is, I, I, sort of, I guess you can't really do Queensbury rules and to the death, so I guess just to the death, <laughs> anything goes. <laughs> Secondly, I think, Jimmy, you might be being a bit seduced by the media's impression of Pardew as a, in quotes, young manager when he isn't actually that young. Oh, no, no. I'm not saying Jimmy, he's young, but I mean in terms of experience and you know what he's actually won compared to Marie. He's a, he's a dwarf. Surely he's been True. seduced by Pardew, Jim. Yeah. We all have been. I remember. Yeah. You say, I'd love to see a, 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 a fiercely contested debate. Well, this is it because actually in that debate. Mourinho wins hands down. No, because we're living in the world of post-truth well, politics. This is Pardew mm, right. Pardew could just say, "Well, yeah, you know, you won however many Premier League titles. I've won eight. I've won eight yeah. World Cups yeah. as well." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was, haven't. Believe that's me, I've point. won eight. Believe me. Yeah. That's um, the point I was going to yeah. say. Is Pardew, I've got the best cups. Pardew, you don't even know how many cups I've got. I've yeah. got so many cups. I'm the best guy for cups. Pardew can, could uh, claim that he had an influence in the '66 World Cup win. He could. And then if, in the second debate, if Mourinho said, "What were you going on there?" He'd go, "Nah." Didn't I don't remember it. saying that. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't remember saying it. No. But then some people would think, did he have an influence? Yeah. Be, the the seed would have vote. been planted already. Yeah. Exactly. Party yes. might get the old Tic Tacs out. They're going for a kiss. <laughs> I just can't, well I just can't. It would certainly throw you, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's like a magnet. It's like it's a like magnet. magnet. Yeah. <laughs> Peter, what you got? Uh, I would get... Steve Bruce, Good old start. Steve Bruce, and new Steve Bruce, because <laughs> he's lost a lot of weight. One's a middleweight, one's a super heavy. Yeah, <laughs> middle. And just get him. Because I, th- I originally thought maybe get Arsene Wenger and a mirror, so there'd be another Arsene Wenger, and he could just talk. Well, like a budget. Yeah, just sort of discuss yeah. Yeah. Arsenal's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and the, and the results have come in, and, and no one's won. <laughs> <laughs> But I think it'd be lovely watching uh, Big Big Bruce and Little Bruce. Would you mean Bruce, Bruce Almighty and could Bruce all <laughs> <old> tighty? Going at each other, having a big old scrap. This involves some sort of time machine. Uh, would no, you, no, but would yeah. you have Bruce the player and the manager, or are you going specifically on the weight? No, because no, I'm just blown away how much weight he's lost in the last month or so. Pete, okay. you'd have to get those two machines, like in the film The Fly with Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah. And Steve Bruce has to come out of one, and the other Steve Bruce has to come out the other. <laughs> and uh, one would be young. Don't mix skinny. it up with Paul Jewell. <laughs> well, <laughs> what if it's like four. Yeah, but what if it's recursive and you become four Steve Bruce's stuck together? Yeah, like horrible like mess. In, it could look a bit like in John Carpenter's The Thing. <laughs> yeah, to be, fair, to be fair, though, as long as only one head was above the neck, you could get away with that. It's just a big, big enough tracksuit. It's a wardrobe issue, nothing more. Yeah, indeed. Mm. Yeah. But Bruce, he has lost a lot of weight, to be fair to him. Yeah. He spills his gutted about that. I know. I'm not, I'm not he loves anything. it. 
I think I'm not getting about anything. That's great because he's been gutted. But it's less less Steve Bruce to go around though, isn't it? He'll go on longer though because he you know fit and healthier. Jim's right. There's more to love, Marcus, and I think you realise that. Your face, your face is not not telling any lies. I'm beaming. Yeah, I'm Willie Beeman right now. <laughs> so, Pete, you've gone for two iterations of the same man. Yes, um, mm. like three months apart. I don't know how he's done it. He looks great. Yeah, he looks well done, Brucey. Yeah, are they both going for the villa job as well? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're both <laughs> duking it out. Dream team. They both get it. <laughs> uh, so you mentioned people in the audience being confused. They're both going for the same job. One's the fat version of the other. So obviously gonna What's go... the debate? <laughs> Isn't that the usual choice of a new managerial position anyway? It's just, just, just old, grey, fat yeah, men. Steve what? Bruce and a version of, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Bruce is the best version of the Steve Bruce's. This has turned into a really sort of erudite um, social commentary of Charlie Brooker-esque proportions about the state of men in the world. Well done, man. Yeah, one, like... one half, in reality, it would just be Steve Bruce, skinny Steve Bruce. Yeah, skinny. Um, Steve Bruce Mark II, if you like. Um, <laughs> Let's say talking with a lot of energy and Steve Bruce Mark 1 just stuffing his face yeah. before what? diving off a boat into a bit of water. <laughs> Steve Bruce and Steve Bruce Finest. Something like that. Yeah. What are the, what's the positives of hiring one or the other? I mean, you set up the question as if it's going to happen, so... Go on. What do you mean? What are the as positives? In, well, you're saying they're having a debate. As, as what are they talking about? Jim, the, best, what are they debating? the best thing we're going to get out of this, Marcus, is an image. <laughs> and I'm giving the people the image <laughs> of a fat Steve Bruce and a skinny I'm Steve Bruce having a show. Yeah. Just, I'm given so, I'm given so much to the, little, the people. Um, Pete, little uh, insight. Little Pete, where's he? Little Pete, yeah. <laughs> little yeah. Pete, yeah. also, also yeah. small Pete. So small, we can't see him. <laughs> little um, insight behind the curtain for listeners. Last thing uttered by any of us before the mics went up was Pete saying, "What's the opening question this week?" <laughs> <laughs> so that might answer all the questions you probably got when you're sat on the bus at the moment listening to this show. Mm. That's right. But well, I appreciate you giving the listeners an image. And all he's had to do is pick two people. Yeah, he's picked two versions of the same one. <laughs> <laughs> just think, you might as well, Marcus, you might as well just said, Pete, what's the big question this week? Just think of two people. <laughs> if so you can. Why if it's not why, too much trouble. Why start there? Oh, I've only got two versions of one person at the moment in my mind. <laughs> why but start? Just say it. Yeah. Why start by going into the hedge maze? Why not start in the middle? Yeah, the good point. Is, but you had that. You had two lots. In fact, Arsene Wenger, you didn't even have two versions of. You had him in a mirror. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's, yeah. what's yours then, short stack? <laughs> oh, hey. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Spells. Let's have it. Right then. The the, the the British Olympic football team and the, the managerial position will be debated between Craig Brown and Terry Venables. Prefer the type. Prefer the type. I never mentioned. I genuinely Venables. prefer Pete. Do you? Yeah. All right. Fine. I think Terry Venables would see that position as being very donable. Yeah, you've got about ten seconds to rescue this with a Craig yeah, Brown impression. Well, there was a, there was. A... <laughs> <laughs> who, who did you consider, Marcus? <laughs> now you've got to name every man. Yeah. There was the, the reason why I chose these two is because as we saw on the debates, fifty ta- seconds, taxes and treatment of women were at the forefront of the debate. Yeah. So I picked these two. Oh, what are you trying oh, to say? What are you trying to say, Marcus? Yeah. I'm not trying to say anything. Yeah. Right, are we, are we done? Are I'm we not, done? You're the ringmaster I'm not the one Steve Bruce diving into a big pile of libel. This happens every time. <laughs> this happens every time. I, I sit here and I start and you all throw your out little, you throw out little kind of, like, bits for the lawyers. Yeah. Oh, we've got to tidy up your dirty mess, haven't we? <laughs> I don't think it's fair we have to hear that and not hear the end bit. Yeah, yeah. Pay off. we've got 20 seconds. Um, okay, right. Uh, anything, think, else to, anything else to add to Marcus? On the positive, sorry, he didn't mention Sven. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's got the points. There we Not are. Not yet. Jim's got the points in a second. Oh, here yeah. we go. Come on, hurry up. Get out of the way, then. Here we go. And Jim's now got the points. <laughs> no, I'm still going. It's European World Cup qualifiers time. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> a conundrum of epic proportions. You see what happens when you try and hijack... The running order. Uh, Are we ready then? Jim's I don't know the if points. I can carry on living the lie that international football's really good. We we have said wobbling? it on more than one occasion. We said it in the book a few times as well, and it's true in the book. We I, go I back think... to the heyday of international football. No, but this is the cycle of it, isn't it? You, mm. you, like you get demoralised by what happens at a tournament, and then mm. you, you feel slightly kind of lethargic towards the qualifying campaign when it starts. It gets further in, the tournament comes around again. You start getting excited again. It turns up with flowers again, and it's just the same. <laughs> yeah, exactly the same thing. Flowers right, and Gary's chocolates. I think I need to re-plot my position, which is that I like international football, but only within the start and finish of a, of a tournament. Okay. Right. I can't get into it. I, I can't, <laughs> I can't, it's too spread out, isn't it? I can't sit here on this show uh-huh. and tell the people that listen that yeah. I watched the England Malta game and enjoyed it. Luke, five words for you. Wayne Rooney did get nutmegged. Possibly six. 
Wayne Reed. Nutmeg is one. That's fine. Nutmeg is one word. Yeah. Yeah. But what's your point? What's your point? What? What's your point? It was funny. It got booed. Did you get booed for being nutmegged? One of the things that's not been <laughs> that mentioned about the Wayne Rooney beard <laughs> is that I, you, Marcus, you and Jim, you probably remember, Pete doesn't remember anything from about 1995 on there. Um, did Alan Shearer get booed a lot in his, towards the end of his England career? I think he did. I think he got booed by when when the England team was travelling around... I think Alan Shearer was getting booed by a lot of people. He got then. booed when he wasn't scoring, wasn't he? Because he went like no, was but that was, five that was before that. Games? That was right. in '95, going into '96. Mm. After that, I think he was being booed by a lot of different fans of yeah, clubs. He was, and he was doing well at the time. So it's not a new thing. Well, he, he had a bit of a, he had a bit of a dip in he had a bit of a dip in uh, form and scoring. For, well, I don't know about scoring for England, but I, c- I can remember when mates of mine would be really pleased when he would be uh, scoring goals at club level. Yeah, to yeah. show people that he was still good when he played for international yeah. level. But at the same time, other mates were like, he should never be in the England team. The difference is when that happened back then to, to Alan Shearer and players like that. Um, I think maybe Michael Owen. With other uh, no, players? other way round, really. No, it's basically a player like that getting booed was more like, oh, you don't care about the national team, you score mm. for your club, or, oh, you don't care for care about England. It's not really like that with Rooney, is it? People are, people are more booing the fact that he's playing at all. Yeah, because the, the narrative at the moment I, is that I he's past it. I can't think of it, and this is obviously no disrespect to, 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 to people generally, but I can't think of anything more boring than reading. Kieran Gibbs has been called up to replace Ryan Bertrand after England beat Malta 2 0 at home. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like grey beige square, yeah. Yeah. oblong beige. <laughs> so it's, it's it sounds funny. the same. It's funny. It? I was I was yeah. looking forward to having you back on the show. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All you've done is gone. I don't like international. This is boring. I mean, if you if you've got a better idea to fill the next forty minutes other than talking about international football, I tried football, to bring up the thing about Pete using someone using toast as a flotation mm. device earlier. <laughs> But what's what's wrong with that? We'd already talked about that. Well, it was wrong, that's what. (laughs) I feel like I missed out. (laughs) Working that too far. Are you going to use the toast as a float diversion? Are you reading all... Why did none of us pick up on how weird that is at the time? (laughs) (laughs) Because Pete said it. Yeah, Yeah, true. Um... Are you are you reading off a rival running order? No, right. Oh, it he's not staging a coup. It wasn't <laughs> off the running order. It was more of a general point about the news reporting that. Oh, I mm. see. Yeah. I, th- I think that's possibly more interesting than Wayne Rooney's going to be a sub in the with, next with game. With Kieran yeah. Gibb, though, he, was, he, he has been called up. As, as you say, he's had to cut his mid-season break short. Well, why is he on holiday? Uh, <laughs> mid-season <laughs> break. What's this? Where's this come from? Arsene Wenger gave him a few days off, so he was straight to the Middle East. I think he was in Dubai or Abu Dhabi. Think more, he's thinking. I don't think Wenger's going to notice if I just nip off. Maybe <laughs> Montreal's indestructible. Yeah. Would you be pleased or a bit pissed off if you, you you know you're sunning yourself, you're having a nice time, but you get a break of it, and someone says, "Oh, good news! You've been called up to the England squad," and you're like, mm, "I'm not going to play." <laughs> I just, I'd rather stay here. But you can't say that because it would show an immediate, an enormous lack of ambition. You so would, Jim. Would you in- interrupt your holiday for an England call up? Uh, no, because it would just lead to embarrassment for everyone involved. If I was a good footballer, I would. I would but, love to see yeah. you play for England. Imagine that. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. I, I think I'd get booed quite quickly. I think people would love it. You reckon? Yeah, listen, you tune up, you tune up at home to Malta and they bring someone who literally isn't a footballer. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> development. <laughs> Actually, Pete, you've had an offer of man- you know being able to manage a team for a yeah. bit. Let's see if we can set that up for me Nine to play for England. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's how it works. You're yeah. up next, to be honest. Yeah. The amount of injuries that England have got yeah. or pull-outs. You don't really understand the footballing pyramid or anything. Well, I would I'm say, just a very ambitious man who doesn't want to do a lot of work. No, I, I would see. say, is, is there a direct flight from Abu Dhabi to Slovakia or wherever we're playing? Slovenia. Slovenia yeah. sorry. Take an interest. Have a go at him. <laughs> Slovakia, different oh, Oh, I've got Italy. Slovenia mixed up with Slovakia. Sorry, yeah. everyone. Actually, yeah. I, 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 also, sort, sort of thing a warlord would say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just don't know whose aerospace is which, and I'll fly <laughs> my jets wherever I want. Actually, when I said on the last show it was a local derby, isn't it? They don't even border each other, Slovakia yeah. and Slovenia. So calm no. down, everybody. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> calm down, all those Slovaks what ringing about in. Andrew Hogg in the Malta goal? He had a great game. He was born in Kingston-upon-Thames in Surrey, as was I. Sounds like yeah. the bloke you went to school with who's now an accountant. <laughs> but also plays okay. Malta. Yeah. He might be on the side. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, I think yeah. he is actually a professional footballer. But there was one or two of the, the Maltese team. One of them, I think, works in an airport. Yeah, I think that... Mm. I really, I had a lovely story. Have you ever been to uh, the, the airport that is wonderfully called London South End? Yes. Yeah. Which is obviously on the coast <laughs> in Essex. <laughs> you can see the sea. A mate of mine recently flew Profoundly out, in Essex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a mate of mine recently flew out there and he said they had a drink before they got on, on the plane. Oi, oi. And the barman obviously served them. And then when they went to check in, or, or rather get on, on the flight, it was the barman. <laughs> and then when they got on the flight and the guy who was doing the last security checks came in, it was the barman. Wow. It's that, it was that small and an operation. Then, I think there was... And then across the Tannoy, <laughs> I'm Pilot McDrinky Pants. 
<laughs> Public address system. Yeah, I don't know where, don't know where we're going, but... <laughs> so once, Phil once told me that, you know... I, I, I might have said this before. It's a lovely old job, that. So once told me that, um, you know, when you, when you get on a plane and the, and the captain comes over, it's always very reassuring and... If Especially read, if it's a refined English accent. If you, if you read the book, um, The Right Stuff by Tom Wolfe, he talks mm. about in America the tradition for being very folksy and very comforting comes mm-hmm. from a guy called Chuck Yeager, who I think was one of the first people Great name. to break the sound barrier. But in mm. England, um, it's very, uh, mostly mid, upper middle class. Very, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Posh, posh reassuring. Um, someone once said to me that they you, we grew up on that, we're used to having that when they're flying from Britain yeah. airports and stuff. They were in Australia... Mm-hmm. And they were in Melbourne or Adelaide or something like that. They got on the plane. Oh, man. And uh, they were <laughs> doing an internal Australian flight. Mm. And they got on the plane, sat down, strapped themselves in, waited for everything. And the pilot came over and just went, Good day, we're going to Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we're going to crash. Don't they occasionally do little jokes where they're sat on, uh, where the pilot will be sat in the in, like in upper class or something and, goes, and, and it'll go over the intercom? public address system yeah. um, can anyone fly a plane and they go oh yeah that's me and then oh. he gets up and he goes ha ha oh, fly the effing plane I've never heard anyone say just that just fly the plane a friend, mine, a friend of mine was on a plane uh, that's what I shout <laughs> a long haul international flight and he said uh, you know in that uh, accent as we, we, we talked about ladies and gentlemen we'll, yeah. we'll be flying now there's a bit of turbulence could be a little bumpy on takeoff, but do not worry this... they don't say ladies and gentlemen we'll be flying now Whatever he's saying. Let's take this whirly bird up. Um, (laughs) I could do loop the loop. I've counted the wings. We've got two. We're going. Let's have a loop the loop up in this bitch. (laughs) The funniest thing you ever said, uh, and yeah, easily the funniest thing you've ever said, Luke, was um, when we were on a flight to Johannesburg. He said, God, this flight do a loop the loop. (laughs) And I laughed for ages. And I think about that quite a lot. Mm, A strange sense of humour. Not worth bringing up. (laughs) The pilot said to reassure everybody, you know, there's going to be a little bumpy, but do not worry. This plane is immensely powerful. <laughs> it is oh. very reassuring, isn't it? It is. Can I also pick up a He sign? sounds like he had an erection at the time, which worries me. <laughs> I'm going to put it in a duct. <laughs> when you said, uh, when you said uh, London South End, obviously isn't it in London, yeah. it must only be London City Airport that's got a London postcode. Heathrow has it. Mm. Gatwick has it. Jesus Christ. Aviation we will talk about anything. We will talk you really about don't want to anything. talk about international football, do you? All I'm saying is, I listened to the show on Thursday, you guys were struggling. I'm just trying to bring something along. I think, I think it's fascinating that uh, companies like EasyJet and Ryanair and stuff, they make airports uh, work effectively, and certainly like Luton and, uh, and, and places like that. Those airports wouldn't exist without, they wouldn't without, exist. These, they without wouldn't these companies. This, they is get, this is getting ridiculous. We need to go back to at least to England to Malta, Dill. Just for something. Take an ad break, yeah. Rooney, there's big talk that he's going to be dropped for the game against Slovenia. Big boring talk again, though, isn't it? Is that not quite bold? Did you see him in the last? Did you see him in the last ten minutes? That player who's not very good dropped from team who also aren't very good. (laughs) He was walking. He was walking around. Can you fade your own mic down? (laughs) (laughs) He's playing like he's got a washing machine on his back Mm. and his front. And he's just sort of, <laughs> he sort of stuck between them. He really trying that hard to get out. Just sort of no. accepted his fate. Yeah. He's like an old man that's wandered on the field. He may as well have one of those um, sleeping hats on and like a little candle, like wee willy winky. <laughs> I'd love it. If, love it if they made him wear that. A little captain sleepy he's hat. The country's yeah. top scorer. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is, this is it, though, isn't it? I mean, the, the booing thing is is, is a bit short sighted and annoying. And it, it, as we've said so many times about Rooney, he's <laughs> he can be quite a patchy player, and he's, he's shown that throughout his, his career. Goes on these real hot streaks, and I, I'm sure we're not going to see like um, you know like the goal he scored against Newcastle, that incredible volley, and the overhead kick against City. I don't think we're, we're likely to see many more of those out of Rooney, if any. Um, but yeah, as you say, it's he's still got it's, something it's, to offer. It's doesn't boring he? that, it, that, that it's such big news that he's being dropped. But at the same time, you know, it, it is big news. He, he you know, he, he's English he's not done, top scorer. He, he's, and, but he's not done himself any favours, has he? I mean, no, you used to at form, least, even when he was playing badly, uh, is he getting dispossessed and him absolutely busting his ass to get back mm. and fouling and getting a yellow card? At least he'd get that back in the yeah. day. But you just get this man ambling around, yeah, really sort of assuming that he's got the, still got the touch in him to uh, you know lay the ball off. But frequently he just he messes it up. I don't know if it's an assumption. I think he's just trying to help where he can, and he knows that he, he can't he can't play in that forward role anymore to you know better than than you know other players can. So he's just trying. Just trying to help where he can. I think no, that's just, fair enough. He's being, if he's being picked, he's got to play to the best of his ability. But, you know, all this said, it is becoming a problem, isn't it? And I think it's the right move from Southgate. Everyone's been crying out for it for ages, and now people are really annoyed about it. The, 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 the issue is, is, is one of arrogance, I think. I think you've been too generous to really there. But he's I not think, picking himself, is he? No, but I think he's, he's got... A, well, that's another issue. Another issue is the manager, a lot of managers are completely seduced by him. 
the, the point is there are man, there are players around. Probably someone I'm trying to think of one now. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Steve Bruce or a skinny <laughs> Steve Bruce. Yeah, there are players. <laughs> if you can have two Steve Bruce, <laughs> no, but there are players who who are happy to take maybe a bit more of a backseat as they get older and play, do their bit for the squad and um, have a role to play. Rooney clearly isn't able to do that, and he isn't one of those. So the, the most the most pertinent thing to do is to drop him from the team. It's to drop him from the squad, in fact. Because he, you can't make... No one can sit in this room and say that Wayne Rooney is the best player in any position that he's playing in England to play in that position. He's only playing in it because he's Wayne Rooney. And that's when there's a problem. The, 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 way, you, the way you make that problem go away is by, you, by not picking him. Mm. I, I understand but, the point that he's not going to say, oh, actually, don't pick me, unless he retires, yeah. which he's already sort of intimated he's going to do after the World Cup in 2018, which is a very clever move by him and his people because, one, it essentially secures him the record um, appearance for Engl- appearances for England. Essentially, assures him to be part of every squad up to and including the World Cup in 2018, and massively increases his personal brand, which is something he'll be mm. would have been advised to do. But for for that reason, do you think this is Southgate's attempt at trying to start phasing him out? It might, you know, what it might even be from on up high because Southgate, you know, is I think very unlikely to take on the job full time, so he's not going to be the one that sort of takes any sort of fall for it. So if if he makes it so that it's okay to not pick Wayne Rooney, it makes it so much easier for the next guy coming in. That's, part, that's probably part of it, yeah. But in the meantime, there's, a, there's an England football team to talk about. There's an England mm. football team to actually go out and actually win games. And this is a complete sideshow because we are obsessed in this country with talismanic individual players. And you can try, chart it back as far as you want to go. You can chart it all the way back to when football became a part of the modern um, psyche and became part of, of everyday life. Before Rooney, it was you know, Owen or Beckham. Before that, it was Gascoigne. And before you know, it goes all the way back. They'll find someone else. It'll probably be someone like Deli Ali after mm. Rooney goes. And um, and guess what? We won't win anything because all we'll do is re- rely on one player and, you, and obsess about whether he's going to get a hundred caps or not. Do you not think he's the, do you not think when he's the last player of that kind of big megastar generation? The, the, well, that's what every I was other player, a carrot mm. like. The next players, charisma wise, don't have it. You know, they they, they don't really have. The, who's the like the naughtiest boy? It's probably um, probably Ali Vardy. Again. I think it's probably Vardy, isn't it? Yeah, really, it it's like the the most charismatic one. And, and it's he's like, not a starter. And he's not a starter. Mm. And I, I think this it'll be the watermark. It'll be the high tide that as soon as he goes, yeah. um, the, the England team can. I don't know. Just no, be I think you're right. at I, I being think... a mid-table, you know, international. Yeah. No, I concern. think you're right. I think that Rooney is... Vardy's old as well. By the way, mm. yeah, true. But yeah. Um, with regards to the gold generation, we thought that had gone. I think. Rooney is the, is perhaps the the yeah, the, the, the last relic of that you know. There'll uh, always be another one coming along. There'll always be there'll always be another one coming along. We're going to talk more international football after this. Well, Marcus, I think it was a nothing nothing result. I'm Craig Brown, welcome to the football ramble. Oh, hello everybody, welcome back. What's this? that I have for you. It's an audible offer. We talked about this on the preview show. It's such a no-brainer, ladies and gentlemen. This genuinely is a brilliant offer. This is why we're quite excited to to give it two years. Audible... Pardon, Jim. (laughs) Audible.co.uk forward slash football ramble. Go there. You can get a free copy of the uh, audio book, The Football Ramble, which is is a marvellous listen and read. Read by us. Read Mm. by us. Mm. Our beautiful voices are on there. Go there. wouldn't do it. Sign up for that (laughs) offer. Download it, and if you don't want to get involved, you can cancel your uh, subscription free of charge, no strings, blah blah blah. It's an absolute no-brainer. Yeah, we've given you 500-ish podcasts for free. Here's something else we've given you for free. Stop moaning about it and go and do it. <laughs> it it's a steal, but you're just allowed to have the yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Audible.co.uk forward slash football ramble, and uh, if you do cancel your subscription, you still get to keep the book. Yes, exactly, yeah. Mm. Good point. Peter. Thanks. Uh, I mean, whether you'd want to listen to it twice, I don't know. <laughs> you find out. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. Well, you want to watch England twice. They are playing Slovenia mm. away, but uh, elsewhere in the group, Scotland drew at home with Lithuania. Ooh, we keep, talked about the Scots. It, mate. We, well, we said, didn't we? We said that this is a great chance for Scotland because... Of all the seeded teams they could have chosen, it would probably be England because they're probably the, one of the poorest. Yeah. And it's uh, it's a derby match, of course, and Scotland could definitely take um, points off, off England. Mm-hmm. Uh, the games that they let themselves down with, like they did last time, was not against the Irish, wasn't even against the Polish or the Germans. It was against that, that, that game away to Georgia. Many Scotland yeah. fans lamented that. Yeah. And then a very hot Lithu- day, that, wasn't it, from memory? They, they struggled with tempo and they were very, very disappointing. Yeah, but at home to Lithuania, a side that are, are well down the rankings. I know Lithuania aren't... You know, it's not like San Marino or something like that, but it's You'd, desperately got be, disappointing. They've got to be winning those games at home if they want to qualify. And uh, yeah. you said it as well before, mate. It's it's about 
their lack of goal scorer, isn't it? Or like the, their lack of having that sort of quality of being able to just put those chances away. That, that said, I think they're unlucky to not have maybe a couple of penalties. Um, and Lithuania's goal was brilliantly well worked. Lithuania were unlucky not to have a pen. Mm. It was a say. lovely one-two for their goal. Nice, yeah, sort just, of very, very um, convincing finish. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, sorry, Jim. It was a very well worked team goal. There was a lot more, uh, a lot more to it than just a simple. Uh, one two overall, but uh, it's, it's almost like they they need Oliver Burke to just become Gareth Bale, don't they? They need, <laughs> they need some sort of mm. spark like that because they've got problems at the back, they've got problems up front, and it, they just don't they don't look as good as as, as a, a nation of their caliber should. Yeah, well, Strachan has uh, pointed out what needs to happen in the group, and I think it's something to do with it being crazy. He said, if it's not a crazy group, then the team from Pot Two goes through. If it is a crazy group, you are hoping that you will get there. If it wasn't crazy, we'd go home because we're the pot four team. I think it's going to be a crazy group again. It's a crazy group already. Wow. Mm. <laughs> it sounds like a man who's, like, I don't know, filming an infomercial about his crazy savings. <laughs> we're never going to survive unless you get a little crazy, Marcus. Yeah, that's right. In, in the words of uh, the great Seal. Yeah. Um, was it Seal first? Yeah, it was yeah, Seal, wasn't yeah. it? Um, Kissed by Danny Rose. Regardless mm. of how, how sort of negative we all are about England, their record in qualification is obviously fantastic. I mean, they won every single game last time. and They're under, under, unbeaten in a lot of qualifiers mm-hmm. now, England. And they haven't even conceded a goal for a while. Mm. Um, I think the last time they conceded a goal was actually against Slovenia, where they beat them 3-2. 3-1, was it? 3-2, I think. I'm oh, sorry, away, well, yeah, it was yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, but, so what, what I was just going to go on to say is I think for, for that reason alone, it's looking like Scotland and, and one or two others are going to be going for second place. It's really important Scotland beat Lithuania in that situation, yeah. and they didn't. Mm. Um, so it's going to be tough for them now, it really is. Well, Slovakia have had a terrible start. I mean, yeah, okay, they had is, England. This is the bonus for Scotland, isn't it? This yeah. could let them in. Yeah, well, I, I mean, Slovenia, they beat them 1-0. And Slovakia lost against England, and then they, and they've lost there. So, Slovenia, okay. Slovakia—that's like two Steve Bruce's, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, one slightly different than the other. Mm. If, if you've had a drink, yeah, stop trying to justify that answer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to Group D. But uh, with regards to what you're saying about England and where, where teams will finish, you, you remember that the top teams from each group will qualify with just the runners-up going through to the playoffs. It's mm. a bit more stingy. Wouldn't you, you I mean, wouldn't you? Well, and, I would, not, and not def- definitely. I think the worst place, the second place, doesn't go through at all, do they? Uh, I'm not sure. Luke. I think that might be a little twist in the tail for, 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 for all you horror right? fans out there. <laughs> Watch out. For all you John Carpenter fans. Out, all you M. Night Shyamalan fans <laughs> out there. <laughs> uh, but it's, uh, it's important to remember that because there will be some handy sides in those playoffs. There usually is anyway. But, for example, Italy and Spain are in the same yeah. group. One of them will be in the playoffs. Mm. The Netherlands, if, if they are a decent side, Again, they're in with France. There will be some. Some you could some get concerns. Wales, Republic of Ireland, Serbia. Could get any of those. Even those sides, yeah. Yeah, Wales drew two all in Austria. Not a shot. You know, decent point, mm. I suppose. And then drew one all at home to Georgia. <sighs> That's bad. Georgia weren't bad against Ireland, by the way. I watched yeah, that game. Scared, I was in Dublin. They? I saw that, and uh, they weren't too bad. But that's that's a. That's a bad result for Wales. Like two, two on the bounce, really. The the, mm. the form they've been in with the Euros and, and the sort of the high from it, you would really. To, I, I suppose we've all assumed it would carry on, but as we said, it, it does bring its own pressures, doesn't it? Well, Wales would have been hoping for probably four points from those matches, and again at home to Georgia. Georgia, like you say, they've got some all right players now. These sides, the, the likes of Georgia, yeah. and we'll come on to. They got a good draw in Austria, didn't they, Wales? That was a positive result for them. They've not lost a game in the qualification uh, yet. No, sure, but uh, sides like Georgia, it's, they are actually all right sides mm. now. Yeah. And they, these results can happen. But again, because you've got to be going for that top spot, you know, look at the group Serbia, Austria, Ireland, Wales. Again, top spot. It's not like it was in the Euros. And missing Aaron Ramsey as well, which is he's a, he's a big loss for them. Yeah, but did you see Gareth Bale when his hair was. Uh, he nice came out. His bun was undone, mm. and you saw his hair in full flow. Has he got, some, that, has he got some follicle related problems? Yeah, didn't, when we sort of saying, I wasn't somebody pointing out that his hair yeah, he's got, he's gone a bit baldy. Bumps. A drone really? caught it, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, part I mean, of the rumor, it, not caught his hair. The rumor is he has a man bun because <laughs> yeah, of some right. male pattern baldness. Really? Oh, I, can, I just can't see that. He's he just, had a lot of too rich. He looked like a he looked like some sort of warrior, Celtic warrior. He used to go to Canada where Antonio Conte went because whoever did Conte's hair did a brilliant job. Well done. And that's why that surgeon's going to the Dean Windass Hall of Fame. Hey! Dean Windass has gone bankrupt, by the way. He has, yeah, terrible news. Not a laughing matter. No. He He better not sell off our Hall of Fame. (laughs) Completely unendorsed or licensed Hall of Fame. I just hope it's not on any invoice. He'll be be knocking the door asking for a pound note if we're not careful. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, The Republic of Ireland, two wins, puts them in good stead. They beat Moldova, 3 1 away. 
And uh, they've got they've got the game away against Serbia out of the way. We've still got to play the Welsh twice. Yeah, yeah. They're, hey. only, they're only two points ahead of Wales, and they've, both, they've got to play each other. So it's yeah. just, I mean, it's not it's not cut and dried by any means. This is a game that will interest uh, one Pete Donaldson, Serbia three, Austria two. Mitro's on fire. <laughs> two goals. A really badly internet rendered defence is terrified. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out who was. Uh, I think that's him. What wow! Did you see Mitch a celebration? A great match as well. The celebration was strange. He basically put his face on the corner flag and span around it. Yeah. Oh, like a dizzy stick? Yeah, but with his sort face of, yeah. on the flag. It was weird. Oh, right. It's worth remembering that man's like only 22, 23. He's, yeah. not, he's not an old man. He, no, like, so he does before, mad he, things. He looks like evil Messi. Like if Messi <laughs> had a dark side that had been, or some sort of demon that had been sort of ex- exercised <laughs> oh, out of him. That's how he'd look. <laughs> Uh, Tadic, uh, who got the winner, assisted both goals. He loves an assist, old Tadic. Mm. Good player. He's a mm. good player. Mm. Quite underrated, actually, isn't he? It's almost like Southampton don't get enough, enough airtime on this show, isn't it? Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> what about Northern Ireland in Group C? Beat those slugs, San Marino, 4 0. Yeah. Put them to the sword. You know what? That was uh, Obviously, it's, it's San Marino at home, and San Marino have got 10 men. Um, but they, they were wondering what when they went down to ten men, I believe, weren't they? But the, the confidence they displayed, yeah. um, it, afterwards, that, like the, it, you know, that, that's that confidence is exactly what got them to the Euro. So they, they need that, and I think this would do them do them really well. And Stephen Davis, his work for the fourth goal, Cole after the second, delish. was absolutely brilliant. And it was one of those things where um, the commentators on the highlights I saw of that said, "Oh, if Messi or Ronaldo did that, we'd be talking about it for ages." I'd like to see this flipped on its head. Next time Ronaldo or Messi d- like does d- does something brilliant, I'd like to hear the commentator say that was good. But just imagine. If Jonathan Walters had done that, yeah. we'd be going mental. Well, it's like yeah. Hal Robson Carney was a famous Savage uh, commentary, isn't it? He's like, if Messi had died, we talked about, which I kind of agree with, to be honest. But, yeah, of course. But, you know, you yeah. hear that so often. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, though, they say, oh, well, if Messi had done that, you're the one talking about it. So yeah. talk it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand that. Oh, well, yeah, if he what, did that, but it's just happened. Yeah. It's just happened, and you're the one talking about the it. The only one around there with power is you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are we all meant to. I don't get that. Mm. Yeah, it's like they're having a go at us. Yeah. <laughs> For something that's just yeah. happened. <laughs> you know, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Elsewhere in the Anyway, group. I didn't rate it. <laughs> Azerbaijan, the land of fire. Yeah. Mm. Hey, they Big Bobby it. P doing the business. Robert Prozinecki. Yeah. In charge of them. It's a nice goal as well, by the way. Yeah. Hey, Norway were melted. That yeah. state of the land of fire. Looks gi- ginormous. <laughs> Norway haven't been to a World Cup since 1998, which was only their third appearance at the finals. Yeah. I thought they had a bit more pedigree. Well, I guess because they had a little bit of pedigree when we were growing up. Maybe. They're only above San Marino on goal difference after two matches at the time of the recording. <laughs> I stink, isn't it? Do people, are people of our sort of vintage thinking about them in World Cup 94? Is that why? Maybe. 94 and 98. Yeah, because we think, oh yeah, they're really good, but they, yeah... But also, they're not well. a hugely populous or traditional footballing team, are they? True, but they've beaten England a couple of times over the years. I think that's another. Yeah, but yeah. also we subsequently learned that that isn't that big a deal. <laughs> the, guy, the guys who played for up front for Milan back in the day were they Swedish? Gunnar Nordahl. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They weren't yeah. Norwegian. No, no. Yeah. You're thinking of the, the Ole Gunnar Scholl show. Two Gunnars. <laughs> Either way, we got a live show in Norway, didn't we? Yeah, we did in Oslo. We had a lovely time. Yeah, they're desperate for football. (laughs) 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 They're on their arse over there. They even want us over there. Yeah, according to Roy Hodgson, he created the game over there. And and we've... uh, Using a really boring England tactics book. (laughs) And And look at them now. (laughs) And we stood on the shoulders of Hodgson in that lovely live show in Oslo, which was a great time. But elsewhere in the group, Germany beat the Czech Republic 3-0. Now, according to FIFA, Germany, prior to this qualifying campaign had played 84 World Cup qualifiers, winning 64, drawing 18, and losing two. In their history, Germany have only lost two World Cup qualifiers. Are you going to tell them? Are you going to tell us Well, they're unbeaten away from home in World Cup qualifying history. That's it, just ever, that's it. They're they're unbeaten away from home, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in World Cup qualifying, because European Championships are obviously different. Have they ever beaten England... In, yes. fr- in famous friendlies, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, they've been in England in friendlies, certainly. And they still take more risks than England. You know? It's crazy. <laughs> they, they, I'm beaten beat, away from home. I mean, that's... They beat England in the final game at Wembley, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah. Didn't, well, that, they, didn't that do for Keggy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Keggy, right. Yeah. Well, the, the, the only two home losses that Germany have uh, had were against Portugal in 1985, they lost 1-0, and in 2001 against Sven's men. When England won five one. Oh, of course, that was a that was a qualifier. Yeah, World Cup yeah. qualifier. So actually, that five one, you think, oh my goodness, that was that's 
that I mean, it was quite startling at the time because England won 5-1 in yeah. Germany. But when you put it into that context, it's actually even more of an anomaly, really. Mm. They've lost a few uh, more European Championship qualifiers as well, but not, not that many. Whereas compared to England's record, England have played 104 World Cup qualifiers. And you're thinking, why have, why have Germany played... You know, sort of twenty odd less. Well, because you used to qualify as World Cup winner. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's right. why they won it so many times. And, and to be fair, they've hosted one as well. They have yeah. hosted. Yeah. Uh, well, and there two. was two of them, yeah. like Steve Bruce. Yeah, yeah. West and East. There was West and East. West Germany. Bruce, East Bruce. Yeah, but they were two very different sides. So one's an East German spy who's fallen in love with the other one across the Berlin Wall. <laughs> England uh, have. To be fair, like you said, Luke, that England's World Cup qualifying uh, record isn't too bad. In 104 matches, England have lost 11. Yeah, which isn't too bad. But what I would uh, what I would say is that uh, in recent history, England always do very well in qualifying. But teams like Italy, teams like Spain, always seem to lose one match one nil because they've gone for the win. Actually, we never Italy. seem to do that. We just professionally get on with it, and, and we usually, you know, mm. provide a moribund performance. Are you but England, we England win. Are better than Spain and Italy is what you're saying. Well, like qualifying, yeah, probably. Well, England, England have only lost <laughs> two. Get there. Only lost two World Cup qualifiers at home. In '97, they lost one nil to Italy. Yeah. The famous Matt Letizia game. Remember that, yeah. <laughs> and in 2000, 1-0 to Germany, the last game went under old Keggy. Yeah. So, actually, what I would like to suggest is... Oh, that was a, qualif- that was a competitive game as well, not a friendly. I've got my... World Cup qualifier. My, my friendly memories are all askew. Yeah, move what? the ball. Over... Uh, just go for it, guys. Yes, yeah. that'll be my advice. What if I was I the would, manager. What I would like to suggest is. <laughs> is that coming from? Have a drink of water. Yeah. <laughs> what I would like to suggest <laughs> is this: How long is is a tournament? Usually about four weeks, isn't it? Right, about a week for him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but then, if you're going to stay in the whole thing of the tournament, it's three to four weeks. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Okay. Um, how long is a, is a qualifying campaign? Eighteen months to two years. Yeah, like it's long. That? Mm. Right. England's record at tournaments isn't brilliant. No. But in qualifying, it's not bad. Yeah. Playing the long game. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyone can turn up at a tournament and get lucky. Yeah, exactly. but if you Actually, I mean, what would you rather? Do well in four weeks or 18 months or As we saw Wales get really lucky in the Euros yeah. in the summer. A marathon, not a sprint. Interesting than that. Exactly. We're purists. Exactly. <laughs> it's for the honour, not the glory. <laughs> mind, mind you, Germany have won both their qualifying games this time around 3-0 and they're playing North 9 at home tomorrow night. So I imagine they'll win that as well. <laughs> you never know. We're going to talk know. more international football after this. Hi, I'm Dion Dublin. And when I'm not banging my cube, but I'm listening to the football ramble. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Uh, oh, don't forget the preview show sponsored by Bet365 coming out this Friday. Deli Alley in England mugged us off. We predicted a 3-0 win. It should have been a 3-0 win because he blazed over mm. uh, over the bar right at the end and that would have won us money for charity, or won charity money, rather. You, you, you guys predicted England to win by exactly three goals, right? Mm. Yeah, that's a shame. Close, it should have been. Should have been yeah. Yeah. It should have been. Yeah. But it flipping well wasn't. I don't really have any sense of... Whether that performance against Malta was well received or not, I know we're going over old ground here, but no. From what I've seen, um, people seem a little bit angry about it. But you know, it's uh, Gareth Southgate even said, um, I think the exact quote was something like one or two maybe looked after themselves physically in the second half, which right, is yeah. quite 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 a ballsy thing for a manager to say. Quite refreshing. Actually. It is, but from the players' point of view, you can understand it because they're playing a qualifier. They're, they're breezing yeah. through it. Why would you bust a gut? Gareth Southgate's also. I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. I also really don't want to be here. So if I can remove myself from this. Yeah, well, by the way, everyone, people who are slagging off Gareth Southgate, going, "Oh, he looks like you, you know, 
so many comments like you lemon, know lemon barley water in human form I believe Pete said last he looks week. like someone someone on Twitter said he looks like <laughs> your mate's younger you sorry your dad's younger mate who comes around your house when he's been dumped and all this kind of stuff you know and you think, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, that's pretty good I, like that. I, I think it's a bit harsh we have to remember he didn't want the job yeah so don't, it's a bit it's a bit harsh um, I, I think that he, he doesn't want to be around for a long time. He wants to be around for a good time. At the moment, he's having a bad time. So <laughs> that's essentially his situation. Wasn't that a sellout that match, though? No, it was a big attendance. It was a big attendance. 80,000. 81,000, I think, which is a hell of an attendance. Insane. Was it a real sellout, though? Was it really 81,000? <laughs> no, it was not. It was an Arsenal sellout. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Every school child in Wembley yeah, was there. Or at least accounted for. Like the yeah. 90s. Mm. What about in Group G? Italy won 3-2 away to Macedonia. Yeah, that's a great game. Big win for Italy, Jim. Because they were 2-1 down, but Immobile yeah. saved the day, scoring on 79 and 91 mins. You know, Buffon could have done better on, with both the goals, really. Well, are we Spain. starting to see that? Pelle, yeah, one against Spain. Spain when they drew 1-0. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, and also... Pelle had a bit of a mare, didn't he? Oh, he did. He, he was subbed off against Spain and he didn't shake the coach's hand. Yeah. And he was sent home to China, which is not... Imagine going all the way from China. <laughs> Go home to China. And, uh, and he apologised. He even said on Twittergram, unfortunately it's happened Twittergram? again. Twittergram? What's Twittergram? Did I say Twittergram? Yeah. Sorry, I was just trying to, trying to get us you back on track. on the old face tunes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did he sound on iBook? What did he sound on iBook? <laughs> on my face, he said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Um, carrying on with the old man theme. Uh, he said on Instagram, unfortunately it's happened again, I've messed things up. Oh. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, it's oh, it's happened again, mummy. It's like it's beyond his control. Like it's like I've got brain cream in my eyes. Spencer. I was always partial to a bit of treacle pudding. <laughs> oh. oh, I've refused to shake his hand and now this. Um, oh, I'm off back to China. <laughs> <laughs> Sent back to China, Pella, <laughs> you mug. Um, yeah, but it was a good win for Italy though against Macedonia because remember they've got to keep up with Spain yeah. if they want to if they want to qualify in first position. Mm. All to Jared play Pique for. Jared had a bit of a funny old time as well, didn't mm. he? he? Yeah, he said that he's going to quit after the World Cup, didn't he? Because Emilio, he said that people. Don't want him there or something. Well, what it came from was the fact that apparently he cut his cut own his sleeves arms, off yeah. his jersey and yeah. had the Spain um, flag on it, and people saw that as disrespectful. But it wasn't, though, was it? Because it was an actually it was actually a long sleeve version of the kit which doesn't have that on it. Right, so okay. it wasn't being disrespectful. Well, the, the, the report people I read, don't like Catalans. The re- yeah, the report yeah. I read, I, I took this sentence out of it. PK, who has an awkward relationship with Spain fans for his repeated jibes at Real Madrid and his constant support for a referendum on Catalan independence. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That's probably why. You really want one of the best defenders of his generation, or you don't? It's got you know what I mean? Caps Jesus. Like yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, they're not at a point where they can afford to be throwing him away yeah, yeah. Shakira's not rocking up to do concerts in <laughs> yeah Got without you. him imagine, so. if he, imagine if England had like a, a, a centre back like PK and I don't know he was from Cornwall and what he Cornish independence <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're like, well, you're not England then <laughs> it's about as abstract well it's not but you know what I mean <laughs> I thought it was okay more likely to be Yorkshire that Yorkshire love a bit of the old independence chat, don't they? Do they? I think no, they? Cornwall more, was a bit more uh, no, that bit Yorkshire's more tongue, no, Yorkshire's tongue in cheek I think Whereas but, Cornwall, there, there, there is actually a few people. But Yorkshire We've, have actually done stuff, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. no, it's just not... Digging at the Cornish? No. Just we, haven't saying, la- we haven't got a last show. Can we see what I mean? <laughs> no, we're not going to Cornwall, are we? <laughs> well, we've got a mutual friend on Facebook that uh, yaps on about Cornish independence a lot, don't we? Luke's shaking his head, doesn't like, smiling. Ooh. Doesn't like football, so it's fine. He's never going to find out. What's the matter? Why are you going quietly? <laughs> What's the matter? Oh, those lips are sealed. What oh, is going on there? Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Why has he gone quiet? I will, I, not use this, I will not use this organ <laughs> as, as a vehicle <laughs> to dig at people that Pete and I know. On Instaface. On the Instaface. What does this guy know about? Luke. Nothing, yeah. no, he doesn't. Oh, what I've done here is I've made it worse than I should have done. Yeah. Exactly. Just, yeah. just, yeah. Just, just a man who talks about Cornish and nothing else. He does. Yeah, okay. he, he does a lot of posts in, mm. in Cornish as well, I think. Does he? Showing off. But yeah, no one's going to know, are they? No one's going to know they're right or not. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit of Cornish there. In, <laughs> in, 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 in group no, I. No, Marcus, do some more, Pete. Let's have more of this. Oh, I'm going to go at you there, Marcus. Can you say, hello, how are you? Could you show me to the local library? Ah, pastries. There we are. Pasties, not pastries, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> what is it made of? Pastry or what? This is in Group I, Peter. I for <laughs> independence. There's no I in Marcus. Um, uh, actually, it would be um, be quite a good one to talk about I for independence. You think about some of the, the nations in there. Croatia. Yeah, Kosovo. Mm. Kosovo. Yeah, doing very well. Got, Ukraine. Got, Kosovo got a draw against Finland. 
They got a point against they Finland. Did, did, they yeah. got a point. did everyone this summer go on holiday to Croatia? No. Lots it just seemed to be the year. It, it seems yeah. to be the year that everyone went on holiday to Croatia. Oh, I went Ooh. about seven years ago. Uh, so I mate. Uh, went to Dubrovnik and Havar and all Lots of people uh, go to Croatia on holidays. I know, but, but this year in particular, it okay. seems very popular. Oh, right. anything, Game of Thrones. I'm blaming that. Anything to say about the Dalmatian coast? This group is particularly tricky to call. Now, Croatia are the favourites, but with Iceland, Ukraine, and Turkey in there too, Jim, it's very competitive. Never discount the ACs. Even Iceland have had a great couple of results. They've had a great they? couple of results. Even Love Finland it. and. Kosovo aren't mugs. There's no dead robbers in there. I think Malta have got a bigger population than Iceland. Yeah, I know, but... Well, that's, I mean, if Iceland did qualify, they'd be the smallest nation to qualify for the World Cup. Obviously, yeah. Of that course. chat again. But yeah. it's weird, isn't it? Because Iceland, as you say, Jim, that great win against Finland, two injury time goals, and then they beat Turkey 2-0, which just seems normal now. Yeah, that seems like form now, doesn't it? You, in terms of yeah. status of, of, of recent form, I suppose, you, you would expect the result to go that way. And Iceland still feel like everyone's second team, don't they? They're it's not mine, great. mate. I yours? hate them. England. Uh, yeah, England. Oh, England, England then Sven's England. Yeah. <laughs> Old England and Old then Slim England. England. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Penalty shootout England and first round England. Who's, who's your second international team? Probably England in Euro 96. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe England under 21s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's weird with Iceland. I mean, beating Turkey 2-0 at home, any international team would probably be pretty happy with that. It's, that, it's because they set their stall out by putting the Dutch to the sword. Uh, yeah. The last day, call talk about Dutch swords. Well, mm. <laughs> <laughs> can't talk about there. that either. He said, "Don't talk about it." All, <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, in Group B, I'm lost. Beef and bothered. Uh, <laughs> Latvia. Oh, we talked about Faroe Islands on the last show, saying they weren't as bad, and they're actually a little better than the likes of Gibraltar and Oran San Marino. They're second in their group, one point above European champions Portugal. <laughs> what is it about islands? Because you've got Faroe Islands, you've got Iceland, you've got Cape Verde Islands who do very well. Britain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cape Verde. They do well. They, do they well. punch above, they their, punch above yeah. their weight. Yeah. yeah, New Zealand. Pete, have you been to Cape Verde? You haven't, you? <laughs> yeah, isn't, wasn't that the tenor of my argument when we talked? That's the only yeah. when we talk about Cape Verde, isn't it? Yeah. Pete goes to all the islands. Portuguese islands. You know, Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're all there. Uh, all but there. yeah, Latvia, they lost 2 0 at home to the Faroes. A 2 0 win. On the, on road, the road, Jim, in yeah. World Cup qualifying for those Fantastic. Pharaohs. It's wonderful. It's bloody wonderful. And I think you should remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Portugal are away to the Faroes. I can imagine Faroes coming second in their group and beating Scotland in the playoff. Whee! <laughs> <laughs> Faroes is where Richie Keyes did that famous thing, isn't it? Yeah. 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 That's right. Darth Little Ground, silly game. Fuck off. Yeah, that <laughs> was the Faroes. Yeah, yeah, it was the Faroes. And well, at the time of recording, they're 3-0 down at home to Portugal. Oh, yeah, yeah so you're not, not fooling ne- anyone, next lads. Day, next goal's vital. Yeah, it is. What it's, I like about Keyes is that he said something off air that he shouldn't like have. About? And why? No, that, what, like, he was... He got caught out by a hot mic, and a yeah. lot of us have recently. Yeah. Me and Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, because I presume none of this is recorded. Um, <laughs> you'd think he'd learn. You'd think he'd learn. Yeah, but his, yeah, but well, what's his... happened is he spent his whole life being an absolute bellend to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> everyone wants to stitch him up. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's, it's, in a way, it's not even his fault. <laughs> one, of the, one of the great truisms of life, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Dark forces at work. Be yeah. careful on the way up, because on the way down, it's going to be quick. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy uh, Cristiano Ronaldo celebrating all four of his, each of his four goals against Andorra at home, celebrating them like they really, really yeah, meant something. But he was getting kicked all over the, the place. Oh, no, I said I enjoyed it, Jim. What must it be like to have a talismanic forward for your international <laughs> team to actually do really well <laughs> and win a tournament? He scored a perfect hat-trick as well. Against Andorra, it doesn't count. They played the last 20 minutes with nine men. God. I think Ali McCoy scored in that. Coisty and Fowler. They were on the, they were on the uh, couch together. You're at home to Andorra and they've got nine men. Yeah. Fowler and McCoy. Do you watch? Do you look at the scores? They're both in there. Are they? <laughs> Shall we have some highlights of the week? Yeah. yeah. Your highlight of the week is Syria beating China 1 0 away. What's wrong with that? It's a great finish. You see the goal. I love it. Lovely goal. What a, but what a win, though, considering, you know, Syria. Fantastic. Awful situation. Fantastic. You know, not that that helps it, but it gives a flicker of a smile for some yeah, people. No, no, it doesn't. I've got, um, <laughs> it I've really got, doesn't, Marcus. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't. Carry on, Matt Luke, sorry. Carry on, Lou. <laughs> Carry on, Lou. You call me Matt Lou. <laughs> Matt Lucas. Yeah. Am I on the Tuesday Club? <laughs> is that the Matt Lucas one? No, no, no it's Matt Lucas. Yeah. Matt Lucas is the guy who plays... Um, yeah, he was George on an Arsenal podcast. Oh, was he? Right. Yeah. Mm. Well, I, I listened. I don't know about I'm, you guys. I'm a big I'm, Arsenal fan. I loved him in Little Britain. Carry on, <laughs> This is With Darren Pete on the show this week, it's a bit like when you're in a pub and there's a noted uh, social hand grenade also <laughs> in the pub. And you're not sure what they're going to do next. What's Mate, he muttering you, to himself? Don't worry, he's Cornish. You want to, 
you want to go back and tell about England, do you? Like, come on. No. Come on. I want to do highlights for the week for my excellent listeners, all who are uh, capable of producing brilliant radio content. Thank <laughs> mm. goodness. First up, Jason James Charles Noble. Oh, lovely. My highlight of the week occurred during ITV's halftime coverage of the England game just before the ad break. After becoming slightly animated on the state of both the English and Welsh football teams, Lee Dixon slammed Ryan Giggs into silence with the line, It's not our fault you didn't get the Swansea job, Ryan. Oh! <laughs> Back of the net. Fantastic. I didn't see it, but it sounds funny. Love that. Um, Finally got revenge for that goal in the FA Cup. Yes, indeed. Ben Fraser. <laughs> Hello to you, Ben. England seem to have chanced upon a winning formula. New manager bounce. Make managing the national team like presenting Have I Got News For You. Mm. Guest manager every game. All like, all like jury duty. Yeah. Okay, what, 12 so you people? you got to do it. You've got 12 people, though. <laughs> they, they should do <laughs> that for the, the subs. Stuff. No, they're, they're for 11 of the players. No, 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 they should do that for the subs bench. <laughs> yeah, okay. The, you know that there will always be, I don't know, five or six subs who never play. Yeah. You should do that. Rotate them. There you go. Well, thinking about. Yeah. Craig Clark, uh, <laughs> Jordan Pickford getting called up to the full mm. England squad, meaning there are not only two Mackhams in the squad, but two Mackham Jordans. Mm. Young Pickers has had plenty of opportunity to show what he can do this season, and is one of the few to come out of any credit in yet another dismal August-September for Sunderland. I take it to Sunderland fan, Craig. You know, sorry to hear that. <laughs> um, well done, Jordan. Nathan Angus. After watching Pete Donaldson play FIFA on the Football Ramble YouTube channel, my highlight was knowing that even though my seven-year-old nephew can beat me, and even though Pete plays every single day, <laughs> I could still beat him. He kept, he kept on saying this all the way through the video that I keep playing every single day. And I know when he gets a little thread, he's happy to pick at it. Who? But I do not play every single day. Nathan Angus? I play for one week when FIFA comes out every year and then wait. Yeah, but FIFA just come out and in that week. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. I mean, in the context so of that week. Remember, you locked us in your flat. <laughs> and Remember then I locked you in my flat. I think, I think you probably play it six days out of every week. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. And then play it every day. No. Uh, well, the technicality, my, you get away with it. My highlight of the week uh, was the entertainers, Newcastle United versus Manchester United, in honour of uh, Pavel Sanacek, the late great Pavel Sanacek. His brother played in goal for a half, which mm-hmm. is very nice. Oh, Pastino Asprey couldn't start the game because of the hangover. Because he's pissed. Yeah. Still pissed. <laughs> couldn't start, so Alan Shearer had to play for 45 yeah. minutes <laughs> my, my with a broken that... ankle. <laughs> my highlight was Alan Shearer's son tweeting that Pastino Asprey had given him a packet of his own branded condoms. Have you seen the face yeah, on I saw them? it, yeah. It's, it's him <laughs> sort of making, let's say, his gravy face, as you probably call it. <laughs> <Pete>. <laughs> In the match report, it kept mentioning oh, that uh, Bez was having a lovely time, and I was thinking they were talking about John Beresford. No, it was actually Bez from the Happy Mondays. <laughs> he was dancing playing. on the pitch. <laughs> um, so he was playing. I've got a couple more here. Um, this is from Lee Rooney. He says, My highlight is Carlisle beating Morecambe 3 0. We're sitting in third ahead of Portsmouth. That's a dig. We're only uh, one of only three unbeaten teams in the English Football League and Premier League, along with Bradford and Spurs mm. this season. We've scored in every single league game, and for the second time this season, our away following of 1,996 outnumbered the home fans. Oh, and mm. this magnificent flag made an appearance. Now, I obviously can't show you the flag on the show, but I can sort of describe it to you. Um, Keith Curl is the manager, of course, mm. and um, it's a picture of three pictures of Keith Curl at the top saying, Mysterious Curl, mm. I want to play 3 5 2. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. great. you get it? Mysterious mm. Curl, I want to play 3 5 2. It just Not about bad. works. Keith Curl's a very aggressive man. Yeah, I didn't like him as a player. Um, what was the guy's name? Lee Rooney. I, did, well, I thought you might have dropped that one. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Boom. More chat about Rooney. <laughs> and I finish with this one from Mark Holland. He says, My highlight of the week, uh, as it was International Week in October, it usually means it's my anniversary. Oh. I took my lovely wife and child to Edinburgh for a long weekend and on the Sunday morning post Malta and post Lithuania we travelled home I stopped at a local convenience store where the cashier was talking loudly to a regular and she said did you watch the footy last night bloody terrible the regular confirmed he watched Strictly Come Dancing instead. The cashier exclaimed that Strictly would have been much more enjoyable, only for the regular to say, well, the bloody English won, and that means they're bloody winning the trophy again. You know, the same one they've tried to win since 1966, bloody England. At this point of the conversation, I had made it to the front to pay. The cashier asked if I watched the football, and all I could muster up to say in my English accent was, no, I did not, but I'm sorry England won. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too polite for my own English self. Aww. Thanks for that, Matt. That was very enjoyable. Let me in the villa. <laughs> Would have been better if we could get Marcus to the Scottish accent on the uh, convenience store employer. I employee. can do Cornish if you want. <laughs> Carry no, on. I think no you've done thanks. enough. No thanks. I think you've done enough. Uh, any more for any more? Uh, this is the audiobook thing. You yeah. genuinely can get it for free. Audible at UK forward slash football ramble. Yeah, there's no reason to not yeah, do that. It's fantastic. It really audible.co.uk forward slash football ramble. Free audiobook, ladies and gentlemen. It's an absolute <laughs> no brainer. How many more times have I got to say it? 
get involved. Yes. Oh, and, oh, one more thing I will say, actually, is we're, we're in Leeds doing the first um, live show of our tour on mm. Friday mm. night, and there, I think there are about five tickets left. Ah. So if you want to um, come, you still can. Um, buy five, lie out, lie on across them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's at the Carriage Works in Leeds are, are this Friday, and we start at about seven thirty, something like that. Lovely. Or would it be if someone actually does do that <laughs> in the front row? Staring way, at us. We still get the ticket money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we are. Um, we look forward to seeing those of you who are coming to the Q and A on Thursday. Of course, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Peter. Goodbye, Jim. Uh, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye.